Hello everybody, thank you so much for being with me, I appreciate your time. So, uh, Donald Trump, after uh, a day of uh, historic indignity, um, he spent some time getting booked and arraigned at Manhattan Courthouse. The former president, Donald Trump, uh, retreated to his safe space um, back in Florida at his Mar-a-Lago uh, house or mansion where he delivered a speech to the entire nation uh, televised obviously it was all over the place and uh, I want you to hear something that, that he said so uh, let me play this for you guys Campaigning. 
As it turns out, virtually everybody that has looked at this case, including rhinos and even hardcore Democrats, say there is no crime and that it should never have been brought. Even people that aren't big fans have said it. They said this is not the right thing to do. It's an insult to our country as the world is already laughing at us for so many other reasons, like our open borders, our incompetent withdrawal from Afghanistan, where we left behind American citizens, $85 billion worth of the best military equipment in the world, lost 13 magnificent young lives and far too many to mention that are so badly hurt with the loss of arms or legs and facial obliteration. The most embarrassing time in our country's history, in my opinion. Then our give up on energy independence and even energy dominance. We're going to be dominant within six months, more than any other nation times two. We had this all just three years ago, our raging crime statistics. If you look in Democrat-run cities, numbers the likes of which we have never seen before. The open threats by various countries of the use of nuclear weapons. Something never mentioned or discussed by outside nations during the Trump administration, which could very well lead under the Biden administration's leadership to an all-out nuclear World War III can happen. We're not very far away from it, believe it or not. An economy that has been crippled by the biggest inflation we have seen in more than 60 years. And a military that I used to defeat ISIS in four weeks. They said it would take four years. Four weeks. To kill al-Baghdadi and Soleimani that has now gone woke at the top levels by trying to indoctrinate everyone down to the lowest ranking patriot. But now they have really stepped up their efforts by indicting the 45th president of the United States who received (laughs) 75 million votes, which is more than any sitting president in the history of our country. part of the uh, speech of Donald Trump after he had got out of New York to continue to fight well the experts say 
that this uh, will not will not stay that they have to drop it but being there it um, it's in New York and that everything that in, in even from the judges to the uh, police I guess is uh, run by Democrats who knows what's gonna happen but um, we'll stay tuned and see what happened but I think uh, the next story that I'm um, bringing is uh, to to most important to us to not actually talk about and that's uh, all about these uh, uh, countries uh, shining or stepping out of the dollar uh, we are supposed to pay attention uh, not Donald Trump is the fact that uh, six different countries are pledging to drop the dollar what does it mean for us what does it mean for us here in the US and what does it mean for those other countries that they actually carry dollars and in the case of uh, El Salvador that actually they have changed their money system to dollars hey, what does it mean to them you know well in a short obviously means that our dollars going to be value less so whatever the power of the, your dollar in your hand is is going to be completely it's going to cost you two to three times more to buy the same thing so I'm just giving you a scenario a drink that will cost a dollar now it's going to cost you two dollars maybe two fifty or three dollars and we continue to see that play out as they continue the feds to try to uh, put the inflation under control as they claim well they'll we'll see some quarter of a points increase uh, little by little and we'll see some other banks go down the road but um, change is coming and that change is scary because uh, what happens when things change um, these changes that are coming they're really unknown we don't know what's gonna happen but it is but it is coming to the US or in whoever has the dollar um, unfortunately the US is losing uh, his dominance on the world stage and the dollar will soon no longer be the world's reserve currency and that's scary for many of us because many of us as Americans we rely on the dollar and for those countries that rely on the dollar that's scary also because we rely on the dollar to to survive and we've seen what has been happening to um, other countries when the currency is devaluated and massive inflation hits oftentimes caused by US sanctions and we don't want that happening to us here in the US well 
I don't know if you remember, but a few weeks ago, a meeting between Putin and the Xi Jinping is coming. Change is coming. That hasn't happened in 100 years, and we are driving this change together, he said. Now, over the weekends, an interesting thing happened. Both CNN and Fox News ran a story about the end of the U.S. dollar. said, we are in favor of using the Chinese yuan for settlements between Russia and the countries of Asia, Africa, and Latin America. So, the world's second largest economy and its largest energy exporter are together actively trying to dent the dollar's dominance as the anchor of the international financial system. Will they succeed? That was CNN. Now, check this from Fox News. Putin announced this week that Russia will begin using the Chinese yuan uh, for international payments instead of the dollar. Saudi Arabia is also in talks with Beijing to do the same thing. And they can even be joining the BRIC countries, which is an acronym for these countries here, uh, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. These countries all have emerging economies. So what happens if our economy and the U.S. dollar are no longer the world's dominant currency? Okay, so here's the caveat. If the right media and the left media are talking about it, there is something serious going on with all this change happening. That six different nations have now committed to dump the dollar. What does it mean? What's going to happen? Let's break it down. Okay, so first, let's talk about what exactly is BRICS. And this is because of the acronym that it's placed on all these countries together. Brazil, B, R for Russia, I for India, C for China, and S for South Africa. It's, um, it's a, I guess it's a collective of all these countries. Uh, some might say like the G7 uh, alliance or peace or security uh, development, right? That's a cooperation on these uh, countries. And they got together, essentially. I think one of the reasons why these groups uh, came together is because they felt... Um, like they got kicked out of uh, the idea of the West and they brought uh, themselves together to be out of the arms of you know the West that the idea that we have to follow their rules and what about us you know nobody's looking at us in in a in with good eyes and that's why um, I think these these countries got together for for that reason. Although I can say a lot about India and, uh, but in in the same scenario, I think that they feel the same way. And I think that rather than being noticed by the West, well, uh, they just got themselves uh, started this movement on their own. And that's what um, 
I think they did so now more nations want to see it at their table and some of them are extremely looking forward to being part of this and for right now looks like there are 20 uh, known countries wishing to become part of this BRICS alliance among them are Turkey, Mexico, Indonesia, Argentina, South Arabia, the UAE, Egypt, and a number of African countries. But most significantly um, on the list would be Mexico and South Arabia. Now let's let's uh, dive in, in this and chat about it. Mexico potentially joining BRICS reports have been coming out of Mexico that uh, they are seeking to join these countries and this alliance and that they were looking for um, to really how do you explain like like expand their economy footprint uh, obviously around the world but uh, let's just be real here Mexico is actually not really too uh, it's not really pursuing to join the BRICS they're right on our border and we've seen what has happened around the world when other leaders try to challenge the US global uh, you know I guess harmony right they end up like um, like Gaddafi and Mexico I think would be uh, I guess once I guess Mexico wants to be part of to be known but Mexico does is not stupid so it's not gonna I doesn't want to do that sort of move but has that tendencies of like hey man you're not looking at me so I think I gotta look somewhere else uh, and that's the way I think Mexico is looking at this whole scenario so we we see Mexico that is not gonna do a move like that but and and why is that well right as of now um, I, I did talk about this there's um, Congress people in Congress is pursuing uh, about to send troops into Mexico to fight the cartels that's what they're claiming and I mean the, the, the Congress people which um, very well just could be a cover-up for why you know what I just told you why because Mexico wants to sort of sort of or has talked about joining the BRICS so let's see why would um, why would we the US really need to go into Mexico and that's to prevent Mexico from joining the BRICS it would be about the cartels no not really would be because they wanna help and the cartels no not not really a long time ago we had an issue where they uh, I talk about it that they had a, 
a FBI agent that died in Mexico uh, was, I guess, found some sort of in entangled with the cartels and and they said, oh, the cartels did it and uh, here the U.S. didn't quite did much. So, you know, that's the end of the story there. But the reality is that this drug business has not stopped. We've been dealing this for a long time. So, the reality is the United States, well, might be wanting to strongman or pasture against Mexico is to really scare them, scare them away from the BRICS nations. There would be the real reason, well, that is the real reason. And on top of it, we're, we're, we're next door. So what's going to happen? You see, so, but, uh, I think, uh, one of the reasons, uh, or one of the nations that I think would be a big, big changer would be, uh, Saudi Arabia and Saudi Arabia would be the big kick on the, on the nuts as we call it. Uh, because if they join the BRICS, they would change everything. And not just the U.S., not just the U.S., but the whole world. Well, because uh, here, um, let's look at it a little more closely. The harmony around the world that the U.S., you know, in quotes, puts in. And... And that's just the power of the dollar. It's also the sanctions that the U.S. could put on other countries. This could affect you and me. So, why Saudi Arabia even uses the dollar to begin with? Well, it was a deal that was done back in uh, 1951. The U.S. did a security deal with Saudi Arabia where we would protect them in the rough neighborhoods in the Middle East in exchange for their oil being sold exclusively in dollars. This was a deal that worked out well for both nations. Saudi Arabia got their security and the United States ensure that the value of the dollar remains high by ensuring it all oil or ensuring the dollar in oil was done all in dollars oil deals done in dollars because this is where it gets to massive inflations because of deals every single nation earth wants oil needs it to get their hands on dollars now once because that's the only way you can buy it so now we have a high demand of dollars because we need to buy the oil and put the US dollar uh, on a high demand. Now the central bank of course prints dollars, sends dollars all around, sends these dollars to other central banks in their trades, in this exchange, so dollars are everywhere. There's now, because of this deal, that was done over 70 years ago. Dollar has floated the world all 
all over every country in the world handles dollars and everywhere every country that we can think needs the dollar to be exchanged and, and think about it right now think about mexico and a lot of these latin american countries when it comes down to high amounts of money they manage everything in dollars and one country that has left their own coin is uh, el salvador you know think about it so let's talk about what happens to countries who can't get dollars maybe and and it's possible the united states has them on a special list to ultimately if they're not able to get their dollars meaning this countries they're not going to be able to purchase well oil well let's look at a few examples uh we can look at iran for example right or venezuela too many other nations around the globe dollars are in demand they are being weaponized that's what we can see if they cannot buy oil and sell for energy well guess what you're out of luck you can't do any of these things and if they don't have oil or they don't have energy that's it's, it's, you know it's a domino it's a domino effect and it affects affects the countries for many reasons and we see what i'm saying right now venezuela and iran but what happens when this dollar is no longer in demand when the dollar is no longer needed to buy oil and another currency comes in and says hey we're here you can use us to buy oil you don't need the dollar drop them what's gonna happen well, i'll tell you what's gonna happen all these dollars are gonna come back home a tons and tons of dollars coming home at this point we're gonna see records of inflation like you and i could not even imagine you think the inflation that we're dealing with right now is bad just wait for when all of these dollars start getting dumped into the u.s soils and that might actually already has something to do with our current inflation crisis maybe the powers to be just don't want to admit it but ultimately if Saudi Arabia decided that they will no longer need the U.S. security, which, let's face it, it's not clear they do. I mean, at this point, who really threatens Saudi Arabia and the Middle East? They just did a peace deal with Iran, essentially with China, broken the deal. Iraq is not really a threat to Saudi Arabia. They're not really dealing with the same level threats in the Middle East that they used to. Let's face it, the Middle East has become a little more and more stabilized. As the nations get along, it will only become even more stable. So Saudi Arabia is starting to rethink their deal. Thinking we don't really need the United States as much anymore and so why are we just ensuring that every single barrel of oil gets sold in dollars 
I don't know. Do they think that the U.S. is going around bullying countries all around the world? Nobody wants to be the next Russia. They see what's happening to Russia. They don't want that to happen to them. The Saudis don't look to replace the dollar. That's that's for sure. But definitely, as they look at the U.S., and how they're abusing their power, then they're looking for an alternative to say, hey, you know what? If they ever want to put some some tariffs on me, then um, I can use another type of uh, money system so I can sell my oil without the, you know, the overpower of the U.S. The Saudis are not dumb. They're not going to dump the dollar like that. But surely they're looking for an alternative in case something happens. Now, South Arabia, because they've been selling oil exclusively for dollars. Guess what? They got all dollars in their hands. So it's not really in South Arabia's best interest to dump the dollars entirely either. But it's also not necessarily in their best interest to keep them. Well, there's a few events that has affected the Saudis. You remember Jamal Khashoggi, that human rights issue. And what about Yemen? So I think the Saudi, uh, Saudi Arabia has is, is, is started to rethink this whole deal they have with the U.S. And they're probably not certain that they have a true partnership with the United States. And so here's where they're looking at, I guess, moving out slowly or, I guess, pushing the dollars out little by little. Like many of us, we know for a fact that it's not good to have all our eggs in one basket. So if they start diversifying, I think it's going to be the best and that's the way I think they're thinking. So, the big question. When? When are these dollars going to, I guess, hit the shores of the United States? Because, let me put it this way. If every country starts dumping the dollars, we're going to see a massive, and I mean a massive amount of inflation here in the United States. So much so that I can guarantee you politicians in Washington will do anything, and I mean anything they can, to prevent that sort of catastrophe. And believe me when I say a catastrophe, it would be a catastrophe of inflation to the nation. They will be willing to go to war over it. And we've seen it in the past. And that is why we're seeing such an increase in all of these wars pursuing against Russia, against China, and we're trying to stop that massive, massive inflation coming. And that's a massive record of inflation. We could, <laughs> this could debilitate the country, honestly. And it's something really, truly to think about. Don't think war is the answer, but certainly it's something that we 
would be extremely scary and very, very devastating for all of us here in the United States. Now I can say that it's very good that we are actually talking about it, meaning the main, mainstream media is actually talking about it. And that means that they are pointing the finger at a problem soon to be coming to the shores. And of course, the feds are already thinking, you know, what to do. And I think this whole central bank to your currency, they're trying to, uh, of course, move towards this. Other things trying to uh, or or trying to salvage the whole situation. But ultimately, what I think is that uh, what we see in the end, it's going to have a, a what well, we're going to have surveillance, surveillance. Okay, we're going to have a state of, of of a big brother looking to where you spend your your digital currency, how do you spend it? And we can end up sort of like China, you know, how they have it with this credit scores and stuff. I mean, they're trying to move into that stuff. And potentially, that's always a potential threat. So we're, we're headed in that direction, the more I see it. And I, I think that the time to start having these conversations about what to do what are we going to do what are we going to uh, do to handle to manage are we gonna end up in world war three perhaps i i am very hopeful that this is not gonna end up like that uh, but uh, we still gotta come in and, and, and talk about it and anywho, this is it for me. I uh, will come back and 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 I wanted to talk about what's going on with this Donald Trump's thing. I think this is just a little slip. We need to dive in and, and see what's going on. Uh, I will dig a little more and, and come back and talk about it. Thank you so much. Till next time. Bye bye.